With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hi, this is Gerald Rose. Again, you are listening correct in the system on equal justice. Uh, we're going to have a great show tonight. I have my co-host, Ms. Carla B. Carla B., how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be back. I missed you last week. Um, oh, okay. Or was it two Tuesdays ago when um, you were solo, fun solo? <laughs> happy to be back. <laughs> yeah, there has been a lot going on since the last time we've been on the show. I want to kind of talk about the state of the black community. I am very... Okay. A little disappointed how many people showed out to, to vote in the primaries, uh, especially here in Georgia. Uh, I did see the latest development on, uh, I know we have to report the news where um, the rapper T.I. And, and Floyd Mayweather got into a fight. And uh, I'm just kind of concerned on, on what's going on. And again, it has to be reported, but on my Facebook right. page, you know, it was everything was Floyd Mayweather, T.I. And I'm like, to me as a human rights activist, there's more issues to be worried about about two people getting into a fight, you know, right, and especially right. in our community. So I want to kind of talk about uh, the state of, of the black community and where we're headed. So uh, I just want to start off uh, here in Georgia. Uh, the, the the election is over as far as the primary, and only 22% came out and, and voted. Wow. And I, I can, that's, you know, I can't, why are we complaining about if you're part of the problem, you're not being registered to vote, not even voting. So I just understand. And give me your opinion on that, Carl, on, on why you think that we could complain what's going on, but we're not actually going out and voting. I just don't understand the concept about, of, especially the minority community these days, about the importance of voting. Right. Um, Gerald, I, I just think it's, it's education, simple as that. They're educated on what really matters you know um i that's the only thing to think of because the individuals that i know um most of my friends are college educated very successful business people and voting in the primaries as well as any other election is like number one priority on their list because they and they understand that if they don't go out to vote then guess what it might be stripped strip clubs in your neighborhood and liquor stores in every corner. Um, And I just think that a lot of um, African-Americans in some areas of Atlanta, they just don't know. And, you know, it's the education thing. And that's not an excuse just because you live in the, you know, urban areas or um, less affluent areas. You know, that's an excuse. It's not an excuse about you, you, you didn't know. You need to know. You need to figure it out. Knowledge is power, you know. Knowledge is power, and I think it's up to each, everyone individually when it comes to their life and, you know, and their kids' lives. They have to get up and get out, and if you don't know, you need to research it and understand, you know, what's going on. And if you don't do that, you, you can't talk, period, and it's very unfortunate. That's very important because they're making major decisions, you know, for our lives, and people realize mm-hmm. You know, people really, they don't know that. So that's very important. So I was, I was just very disappointed, you know, on the, the turnout. You know, the people went out and voted. Not just Georgia, I'm quite sure it probably happened across America. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. So we must keep an eye on the, on the, on the political. And I'm still also concerned about the unity in our community. You know, mm-hmm. I, I must con- continue to to speak on that. You know, it can happen. You know, like I said, when we went to Oxford, Mississippi, on, on a short notice of a town hall meeting, the church was halfway packed, you know, at a town hall meeting. But when it's time to, to, to mobilize and, 
and come out to church and, and speak for our rights, uh, there's only a few numbers. There was a, a, a strong police brutality case that took place in Clayton County um, about a couple weeks ago, and a rally was called and, you know, went all through Facebook and all that and much evidence that the officers was possible guilty of the police brutality. Nobody really show up. But then again, right. you know, people just talking about it behind the scenes, that's something that we need to come out to address. At least you have to ask what's going on. We can't ignore certain things. Again, all officers are not bad, but this particular case that was shown on video where the officers were very using excessive force, so we called not, not New Order, but we was invited to only a few people showed up, you know. So right. I was like, you know, it seems when other races want to get their point across, they come out in large numbers. Right, you right. Know, large numbers. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Sure, I want to add something to what you said in regards to, you know, getting out to vote, and then comparable to what you said at the top of the hour in regards to the T.I. Floyd Mayweather thing. And I'm mm-hmm. not making an excuse for, for anybody, but what I, an opinion that I have in regards to what's going on in not just the black community, but, but you know, mm-hmm. overall, you know, all groups, I just feel mm-hmm. like they need, people need to, number one, turn off the television, you know, right. um, because a lot of things that you know, all these reality TV shows, all of these um, entertainment gossip shows in regards to celebrity news and celebrity gossip, what, um, you know, it's making certain people a lot of money to talk about certain things, like the TI thing and the Floyd Mayweather thing. And it's, it's all about a bottom dollar. And media knows exactly what is going to create trends. And talking about, you know, people coming out to vote in the primaries isn't necessarily going to do that. And um, people are watching television 24-7, and it's, you know, it's all like, you know, a brainwash type thing, a mind control, if you will. And you you see that, you know, it's, I mean, it just seems like that's what it is. And I think that if people turn off their television, stop listening to all this crazy music, and really focus on what's going on, kind of maybe – you know, start a campaign and turn off the television for a month and turn off this crazy music for a month and then see how your household is after a month. And I tell you that if you turn it off for a month, you're going to see some major changes and you're going to start waking up and paying more attention to what's really going on out there. And it's not the T.I., um, yeah. Floyd Mayweather gospel or anything else, you know. And, I mean, I we should start some kind of campaign and be like, number one, Turn off the television, period, <laughs> because it's all, you know, it's all a um, a, um, a campaign for your mind, if you will. Right. Simple as that. And I just wanted to add that really quick. And that's true because it's all about money because, uh, again, I have close to 5,000 friends on Facebook, and everything was like the Mayweather and T.I. thing. And it was like, okay, uh, I do understand right. the media has to report things, but at the same time, me personally – I'm not I'm not falling into that mess because what's gonna happen, T I is gonna make a song about what mm-hmm. happened then, it's gonna make money. You know what I mean? That particular right, issue exactly. that took place is gonna make some money, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it could have been staged. You never know. Some mm-hmm. things I see could be staged. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just the fact that I think that um that particular issue kinda of sidetracked people. You know, we need to stay focused. 
Yeah, it's material. It's not Like you said, I agree with you. Get into the books. Turn the TV off. Read some books or something. Right. You know, you know, kids come yeah. on. Don't just turn on no Xbox or video games. You know, make them sit down and read some books. And you know, you kind of sport or something. Yeah, get them involved. Yeah, right. get them involved with something. I think that's going to be one of the the main things to be able to get these kids back within these certain um, impoverished communities because parents need to understand that you, you can't just go to work and leave your kid, you know, let your kids go to school and come home. You know, there has to right. be something constructive for them to do within these communities. And that's like number one. So that's why I really think that what you're doing, Gerald, within your community is good because you're – you know, trying to do something different, you know? And, and, and I'm glad you said that. that. Yeah. Right, because mm-hmm. the last time um, I talked, the last time I visited to alternative school, a young man um, in high school uh, actually just, just got released from the juvenile detention center. Right. And I went up to the school. They gave us an award for um, speaking to the kids all year. But when he came up, he said, Mr. Rose, I'm tired. I can't do this no more. And he planned to get a summer job at McDonald's. That's the stuff I want to talk about you know what I mean I want to hear the youth talk about you know what I mean you know you have right. to call before you walk because a lot of people these days they don't want to work at no McDonald's right. you know they right. they out trying to hustle and get the quick money you know so it's up to the parents to control their kids but at the same time I know as parents our rights has been taken you know discipline our own children you know believe it or not so that's the stuff I like to hear you know uh, and things like that. So, you know, we just had opportunities to go to Atlanta Braves baseball game. We took a lot of young youth. We didn't just go and just sit in the stands. We went in there and, you know, talked to them while we doing this. You know, right. what is your short and long-term goal, you know? And so when we interact with the youth or whatever, we just don't just be there. We try to explain to them why you are here, but it's not too late to turn your life around. You know, right. so that's the main thing. That's why the state of our our, our 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 community was going on, you know, but we can't give up. But sometimes I just get why this is going on. Everybody knows what's going on, but a lot of people are afraid to step up. A lot of right. people are afraid to step up. And I, I understand that uh, it can be dangerous, you know, at the same time, as far as especially what New Orders stand for. But when we have youth functions and, and youth events and, and teaching the history Whatever I feel that every auditorium need to be packed, you know, you know, don't just talk about it, be about it, you know. So um, it's, it's just a lot of work to do out there, and it's just so much is going on. You turn on the television, like you said, turn the TV off, you know. Right. But of course, you have to be aware of the news because you don't know what's going on in your surroundings. I do understand right. that, but at the same time, is that turn the TV off. You know, sit in the choir and have kids, you know, read a book, you know, just kind of educate yourself. Right, right, right. You know, I also think that, you know, individuals need to um, maybe um, start, you know, checking out some alternative news um, outlets as well because Mm -hmm. what we we see on CNN and all these other, you know, major stations is the same thing. We're not really getting the real news. You know, right. but the information is out there, so definitely kind of expand your horizons. And, um, and Gerald, really quick, I just want you to know our um, switchboard was down for a little bit, so it's just back up, and we are okay. definitely going to be going to the phone lines once we get it 100%.
to um, and we'll be taking callers. So you could definitely call in, you guys, 718-664-6543, 718-664-6543, and call in and share with um, Gerald um, E. Rose and myself in regards to maybe even some ideas that you have or some things that you're implementing um, within your community to make a change. That is correct. And I hope we do get some callers because it's something. We say that what is the priority in our community mm-hmm. We need to get right. some ideas, and we need to act on it, you know. So right. that is very, very important, not just talk about it, but be about it, you know. Right. So um, that's why this this is a wonderful format that uh, me and yourself put together on trying right. to correcting the, the system equal justice. I received a phone call today about a situation um, that happened um, in Mississippi where a young man was right. released um, from, 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 from prison uh, and actually, uh, now he was picked back up, and don't nobody know what's going on. The marshals picked him back up, you know. So, uh, certain, but at the same time, is that we do need, um, mm-hmm. we do need a system. But sometimes you can't mm-hmm. trust the system. You know, right, I also got right. a phone call from Toledo High on a mm-hmm. murder case. But at the same time, you can't just jump on anything. You have to do your research. So basically, right. what you're saying is all about research, education, because. Even if you are incarcerated, Carla, they have a law library. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where you still can kind of um, keep up on what's going on, or actually what's going on with your case. You know, so it's an individual thing as well. So we all need to be entrepreneurs, you know, because a lot of people turn their lives around even when you're being incarcerated. You know, so right. that's why I always tell young people when I speak at the, at the school, a lot of them people have been incarcerated or even on probation, they even be wearing ankle monitors, you know, but at the same time is that if you want to kind of change yourself, you know, you need to fix, find out, you know, what is going on. Why are you in here? You know what I mean? So it's it's just right. things that, that goes on as an activist that I see things that we need to correct. And, again, Carla, we have to blame our own self. We talked about mm-hmm. this before, yeah. you remember? You yeah. know, we need to blame Definitely. our own community sometimes. You know, we got our own issues. Right, right. I was talking with um, a couple friends of mine over the weekend, over the holiday weekend, and they were talking about racial profiling within the Mm -hmm. um, African-American community and then, you know, things, not just talking about it, but, you know, figuring out things that they could do to kind of change things a little bit, if you will. Um, And one, one point that I made was, all right, so if you're an African-American male and you know that there is racial profiling going on, specifically um, police officers, you know, maybe pulling over um, black guys that are sagging, you know, a certain look. If you know that look is creating you to be profiled, why not change it? And there's a lot of black men against that or, or young, um, young mm-hmm. black boys against changing the way they look. Um, even if that, you know, means being racially profiled. And, and to me, that really doesn't make sense. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, racial profiling does goes on. I mean, it goes on big time in America. And what, what you can do to change that is I know uh, for his new order, we set up dialogues with the police, with the chief of police. You know, we go in there, we want to see data. So we're not just sitting back and just talking about it. We want to see you know, what is going on behind the scenes, because, again, all officers are not bad. But, you know, when you go into these little towns, 
you know, little country towns or whatever that we've been into where they claim there's a lot of racial profiling going on. We kind of go in there, we set up these town hall meetings, and then we set up a dialogue with the chief of police, you know, um, every like three months and sit down with them and see how we can address the issue, you know. So you have to be proactive about what's going on. But, again, a police officer, uh, if you're doing the right thing and you just get pulled over because what you got on or what you're wearing, you know, that is wrong. But if you do get pulled over and you got your license straight and everything is good and all that, you know, it shouldn't be no, it shouldn't be no problem. Right. You know, but, but unfortunately. My point is, yeah, but uh, my point, girl, my point was that um, if you know that police are pulling over young black men that are sagging and wearing um, tees, white tees, then why not pull your pants up and wear um, a collar shirt? Why not do that so you won't be in that category? And I have sons. I have three sons, and this is, I tell mm-hmm. them the same thing. I mean, they don't walk around with pants sagging and tees anyway, but mm-hmm. if they were to, you, you give them, you know, something else and say, okay, well, this is happening to you. Stop wearing this. But what I was saying over, you know, in our conversation over the weekend, the, um, some of the individuals <clears throat> at my event, they said they felt like they, they shouldn't have to change their clothes. They shouldn't have to pull up their pants if they don't want to because this is America. So well, what are your thoughts on that? I agree with you, Carla. I agree. We need to change the way that we dress, the way that we talk, and all that. Because when you apply for a job, you can't be sagging. Right, you know, right. and, and matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. um, there were two young men, I think, got arrested. I think it was in South Carolina for just sagging at a Waffle House. Um, we get a chance we can Google that. that. Yes, it came down my yeah. page. They actually got arrested for yeah. sagging. Now I don't know if that's racial profiling, but I know that it was coming down my page. I heard about that. Yeah, I heard yes, that was a so, new law in some areas. <laughs> that is correct. There is a new law, so. These people are not playing out here, you know, right, so I take right. it two ways, you know. So, again, you, if you know that's going on or whatever, me personally, I'm, and, do you, and basically where sagging comes from, where if you really know where that came from, <laughs> you don't want to wear your pants like that. Right, right. You know what I mean? I so I'm like, like you. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just time to kind of redirect our young people. And like I said, these videos and these rappers has a lot to do with it. They all right. about making money, right. you know. Yeah, exactly. That's what they just, turn off right. the TV. <laughs> right, know? right. They don't really care. They don't really care. They all about making it, making, 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 making some money, making another exactly. a DVD, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and continue to corrupt our community. And you, you know, know what? That's a good like word that. that you said. And and I'm gonna say this, Gerald. <laughs> I have people. Uh-huh. I'm friends with major rappers. You know that rappers okay. that listen to you. On the radio, I'm friends. I have them on my speed dial. We communicate. We talk. And okay. if anybody knows me, they know that I am not with mainstream music at all because of what it does to our youth. And um, and I talk to my friends about it, and they say, well, hey, this is business. This is money. I'm getting my money. If they choose not to listen to it and pay for it, then, hey, you know, that's how it is. They, these rappers don't care about their fans. They don't care. They're, they've already sold out, and Thank you listen to them, and, you know, so they don't care about you. Believe that. So stop imitating them because 
what they're doing is not good. It's not godly. So stop. They don't care about you. Simple as that. That is very correct. I remember back in the day when um, you remember when Snoop Dogg and P Diddy was on. I think was on trial. I think Snoop was on trial for murder. I think Snoop was on Mm -hmm. trial for carrying a gun in the club. You remember that? Yep. Mm-hmm. A while ago, and I seen it in their eyes. They were scared to death, very scared mm-hmm. to death. But then when they got out of it, it was like, okay, we hardcore again. You know, right, they sold right. more music and all that. So it's just the fact that's what's going on, you know. And I'm all about entrepreneur, you know. But at the same time, when you corrupting our, our young people, things I, I, I disagree with. Because if I had the money like them, believe me, I'd be building schools. I'd be building libraries. Yeah. You know, I be trying to educate people. I'm not going to be going out here wasting my money on right. on things that's not needed. Because I, I just love that. You know, I ain't got no money, but I love to give back, Carla. Right, I love exactly. to give back, you know. I love to help all people, you know. And, 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 and what we're doing, you know, is just letting people know that, hey, if you made a mistake, you know, it's time to turn your life around. But at the same time, you need to get into them books, you know, get educated, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and do the right thing because, you know, yep. we're falling from the wayside. Yep, definitely, you know, definitely. And um, we're going to take, take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back. We'll, you know, hopefully we'll have some callers. You guys could definitely call in and, and chat up, um, Gerald and myself, 718-664-6543. Um, but before I go, um, we go to commercial break, you know, since I mentioned mainstream rappers. Please believe, though, I love um, um, underground music, um, specifically <laughs> artists like, or conscious music, artists like Kara's One, you know, Prodigy, Deep, all of, you know, they're, they're some good stuff, and those are guys that have the morals and stuff, so considering right. I mentioned Kara's One, we'll go ahead and play him, and we'll be right back with Correcting the System of Unequal Justice with myself, Carla B, and Gerald E. Rose. Be right back.
Listen to Correcting of Unequal Justice here on EOTMRadio.com. Again, we're talking about some good stuff tonight. Uh, we're talking about the state of the black community. Um, uh, what we've been talking about is that um, the priorities that's really going on in our community. Uh, I just love that song with Karis One because when I listen to Karis One, he brought some knowledge and things like that. You know, and I remember the song um, Self Destruction, Start the Violence. When, when the, the rappers came together and did songs like that today, you don't even see that today, you know, when, when rappers come together to talk about um, stopping the violence, you know. So I am really um, old school. I'm still young in age, but at the same time is that when you have all this stuff that's going on, and again, I can't blame all rappers, but I feel the the latest situation happened with T.I. and Floyd Mayweather, which I know things happen, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to listen to that mess. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on trying to rebuild uh, our community because we are losing our young people on a on a daily basis. You know. So uh, again, this is the reason why uh, we're talking about this very important topic tonight uh, on this show. You know. So I just hoping that we do get some callers to to call in and 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 kind of comment on what you think. Is the the uh, the main the main thing what we need to concentrate on, you know. So but when I look at Kevin Durant when he won the the the, the MVP uh, a couple weeks ago, and believe it or not, I'm a big LeBron James fan, but I love Kevin Durant when he when he spoke about he told his mother, "You are the real MVP." That's the stuff I like to hear, you know. Right. You know things like me? that. So yes, I can hear you, Carla. I'm back. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm I back. can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, cool. You know, I want to so let you know. Basically, I was just telling the listeners, Carla, that uh, when you played that, that song, Karis One, it brought back memories. You know, there was no foul language. You know, he was teaching knowledge. And like I was saying, you remember when when, when back in the day you had Kumo D and all the rappers came together and made a song, say, Stop the Violence and all that self-destruction. You remember that? Right, I do. I do. Do you see that? Do you see that today? That's going on. Have you seen 
Uh, even when Michael Jackson's song came out, We All the World, you had R&B singers and stuff came. Do you see that? Today? I don't see it. Do you? Um, not in mainstream music, not at all. Um, but, you know, maybe more conscious music and, you know, music that don't really get radio play, I still do. But they're not letting that happen in mainstream at all, unfortunately. Right, right. Yeah, so I love it when right. we go to break when I when I when I when I listen to that. So it's just the fact that we have to get our, our priorities straight, you know, what we need to be doing out here. Be very productive. You know, I was telling young people, um, before they graduated, you know, get you a summer job. You know, go oh. out and, and and you know, go cut some grass, you know. Right. And things like that. So um, not just going home, listen to you know, go home and help your mother or help your father out. He's doing something on the car. You know, help, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know, right. be, you know, you can start learning skills like that. You know, right, so exactly. that's what I've seen growing up in my neighborhood. You yeah, know, definitely. even walking to the store, going to buy some milk, you know, and things like that. So it was all about sacrificing. You know, your mom's right. in the kitchen. Hey, mom, can I help you do something? Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking no. about that, um, girl, and, and really quick, um, we do have a couple callers we're going to get you guys on in a second, so just bear with okay. us. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. We are trying to get the switchboard and stuff back up to screen you, but we see you. Don't go anywhere. But while they're doing that, Gerald, I wanted to um, mm-hmm. touch on a little bit in regards to black being in America and, like, mm-hmm. what things that you guys could do, you know, um, women mm-hmm. too, but to – do something for the young guys in the community because mm-hmm. what it looks like is there might be the boys and girls club, you know, for maybe tweens or, you know, teenagers. But I think that there needs to be, you know, something else, something of interest to black men um, besides right. basketball, you know, out here right. near um, in the Crenshaw area of Los Angeles. There are, mm-hmm. and I think Magic Johnson owns a couple of different Starbucks. But there are some really popular Starbucks, whereas black men come in and play chess. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, and chess is a, a really great game of, of sportsmanship, you know, similar to basketball gotcha. or even football. And, um, I mean, are, are there things like that going on in Atlanta? And, you know, I'm, um, I know a lot of black you know men what? like to that. Be honest, uh-huh. I know that Magic had owned a he had a uh, a movie theater out here at Starbucks, but personally I didn't know that was going on. Chess, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Personally, I don't know Carla, you know, okay. but that is a good idea. It's, it's more than just you know throwing a football or or, or making a basket, you know. Yeah, even Dollar Sterling said that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying anything's <laughs> wrong with that because I have right. sons that are athletes, and and one in particular that is. So in love with basketball, he wakes up four in the morning sometimes to go work out and do what he has to do to be able to hone in on his craft. So I'm not saying anything's wrong oh, with no, no, it. No, saying, it's not, uh, no, I'm saying nothing wrong with it, but right. we do realize that everybody's not going to make it uh, being right. a professional. That's why we have to drop back on education. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong uh-huh. with it. You know, right. like yeah. I said, uh, I'm glad you said that because uh, I'm going to be going to Lima, Ohio on July 4th to speak at a basketball camp. Right. You know, and that's my message. You know, everybody's right. not going to be there, LeBron James or Kevin Durant. You know, mm-hmm. you know, so it's very important uh, to, to to get your education. But sometimes God has gave you some talent. You're going to be on the next level. But you know right. what? A lot right. of athletes that leave college early, 
that don't did a, get a degree, you know, and then say you get hurt. Okay, what you going to do then? Right. You know, because right. once you're, you know, done with basketball, football, and, and you don't have the skills no more, you need to fall back on something. That's why I like certain athletes are saving their money. Because you got some athletes are broke that have made right. millions and millions of dollars. You know, so I right. like to see athletes invest, you know, and, 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 and give back and things like that because, you know, once you get up there, you know, once you, once your skills are done, you got to have, especially the ones that left school early, if you know what I mean. You know, so I, I that's that's very very important. You know, so um, I, it's just again, it's, it's all about education and, and trying to set up goals uh, in your life. So that's very important. So you said we we do have some callers going on out there. Okay, I must have lost my my co-host again. Again, you are listening to. Correcting Unequal Justice. My name is Gerald Rose. Um, I, we're talking about um, the state of of the community, um, the black community, you know, and we must put our people on notice, on blast, because we have to start getting ourselves together, and it's all about working together, unity. You know, again, uh, I am very disappointed here in Georgia how many people got out and actually actually voted and then you want to complain behind the scenes what's going on, you know, in your community, you're part of the problem. You know, yep. so I'm encouraging yep. everyone to do their part. Look at your surroundings. Talk to your neighbors. What is going on? You know, right. even right. when the Katrina took place, Carla, uh, I would have basically, I would have went to my neighbor house and say, hey, do you need anything? You know, right. can't be selfish. You know, so I think we have a caller, um, Veronica. Um, are you there, Veronica? Good evening, uh, Gerald. Uh, Carla, uh, this is Veronica Tucker. I'm uh, the spiritual advisor for New Order. Um, I've been listening at the uh, video show, and um, I have a couple of comments that I just want to make uh, based on um, what's been said so, thus far. First of all, we have to be mindful of the fact that we as parents are our children's first teacher. And with that being said, a lot of the children are in positions, especially our young black men, uh, that we are in today where we, are, we tend to be disrespectful and we tend to uh, not have particular morals and values uh, that will sustain us a lifetime uh, because of the fact that the parents have forgotten to be parents, and when I say that, they are so busy trying to keep up with the Joneses and stay in the most expensive houses, drive the most expensive cars, and they don't have time to be at home with their children. They don't have time to uh, spend time with their children because the average parent believes that all a child desires is things and stuff when the statistics says clearly that all a child desires is their mother and father's time. Okay, so time is more valuable than things and stuff, but we lose particular things because we as the parents have lost our own identity in terms of being parents, okay? Um, so, therefore, you know, the things, and so we allow uh, gang systems to raise our children. We allow uh, YMCA uh, to be a partner to our children. 
Um, so we're they are learning these values and different things that they have that have been imparted in them into uh, by their uh, peers. Um, so with that being said, you know we have to be mindful of that, and that's why a lot of our kids are just being lost. And I do agree uh, with what um, Carla said a few minutes ago about having um, something in place for our young men, um, especially. Uh, with the way the system is falling right now, and uh, based on um, statistics in the uh, prisons and jail cells, uh, we have eight to one um, African American men. Um, then it's like four to one uh, Hispanic. So um, the minority of our men are being lost to a system um, because of the fact that. Um, they were lost from the beginning uh, when it came to the home uh, ties and different things like that. So I just wanted to make a statement about that. And, you know, um, first, before I believe we can really make a change, then we have to make the parents aware of their responsibilities and their duties. And I think a lot of them don't even realize, you know, how uh, it is important that they play such a role as parents and spend time with them in their children's lives. Well, Pastor Veronica, thank you for calling in. Uh, she's no stranger, yes, Carla. That's my personal spiritual advisor. Matter of fact, well, Veronica. She's mine, too. To, oh, now I love it. Yeah. <laughs> she was there in the front lines when Ron Anthony was going through things and still going through things. So yeah. um, I do understand where she's coming from, of course. Um, when we're talking about, about the youth, as parents, we must step up because it seems today a lot of kids are raising themselves, you know, exactly. and um, that that cannot happen. And then they end up wearing a blue and orange suit behind bars or whatever. And, and, and a lot of these, and again, I have to blame, sometimes you have to blame the parents because they're not doing their part because, right. you know, um, like Pastor said, they're leaving their kids home by themselves. You know, I know uh, uh, when I got home, you know, first thing I seen was my mom and dad's face. They couldn't be there every day, but at the same time, the majority of the time, they was continue to tell me, you know, what to do. Don't even ask to go outside. You must do your chores first. You know, that, that was unacceptable. You know, I believe in whoops. I don't believe in child abuse, but I was a fear of my parents. But at the same time, it does pay off. I understand now on what's going on in these days. Kids are just disrespecting it, you know, their parents and things like that. And there's just a lot going on, but she brought up some good points. So anything else yes, you'd like to did. bring up? Um, anything else you'd like to say, Pastor Veronica, since we're on this subject? Because when we talk about the youth, we, could, we can we can yeah. continue to discuss this. I can, I can go on this subject forever. First of all, you know, the children, uh, the young people are my heart. That's where my heart is as far as the young people are concerned. And I blame a lot of the churches as well. Um, Gerald, even with um, things that we've seen in the past and different things like you were saying about how when, you know, I just remember when I was growing up, when people moved into the neighborhoods, my mom or right. some of the other uh, neighbors would bring a cake over or, you know, right. something to introduce themselves and say, you know, it, you know, we're in this thing together and if it's something that I can do to help you. But, see, all those things are not required anymore. It goes back to the requirement and what we require from uh, people. Uh, and people in itself, God said that we will 
uh, know each other by the by the love that we display one to another. Well, okay, where is the love? What happened to the love? You know, uh, so many people uh, this day and time again have gotten so caught up in the possession and value themselves by what they are able to possess. Not realize, just like you said about the basketball player. Just let me use that for an example. Uh, Dr. J, I don't know if you all remember Dr. J, but in my, you know, growing up, Dr. J was the man. And um, I have seen a lot of basketball players. I, I go out and I do research on different things. Well, they have gone broke. But Dr. J was wise in what he did. He was wise in what he did, not because he was taught by his parents, but because he listened right. values that had been imparted in him by people that had experienced this before him. And what did he do? <clears throat> he invested in Coca-Cola. Right. You don't even know that he invested in Coca-Cola. But he's one of the largest investors in Coca-Cola right now to where he owns the majority of the stock in Coca-Cola right now. Mm. You see? So what we have to understand is when, when, you know, our forefathers only taught us what they knew. And they only had second and third grade education and pushed a horse and buggy. Okay? But with that, it was not about what they made. It was about what they did with what they made. Does that make right. any sense? You, you, you're hitting it right on point, Pastor, because um, when, when you get to that to that level, you need to surround your people around good people. Certain athletes can't let it go where they came from. And I understand you don't want to get where you came from at the same time. You have to get good people around you. That's why uh, LeBron James, his mentor is William Buffett, you know, so he's setting himself up like Dr. J is in the future. Because when you can't dribble that basketball no more and, and your body mm-hmm. is down or whatever, you have to have something um, to, 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 to come back exactly. on, you know. So I, I apply all athletes that setting themselves up after sports. But at the same time, I know when God gives you that talent um, to make it to the next level, but at the same time, you must invest. You must and invest, that's, you know. That's, so that's very important. The greatest investment that our young men can make at this day and this time is in themselves. And how do they know how to make that investment if we don't take up the time with them to tell them, look, you need to go and you need to read uh, books that will cause you to have a paradigm shift in terms of how you value yourself. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, again, goes back to they value their greatness only in their possessions. And see, that's what society has taught us, you know, that we are only valued by ourselves based on what we possess. But what we have to understand, we are only valued in how we view ourselves from the inside out. You understand? Because we Mm -hmm. have to realize that increase comes from within. And I'm giving you an example there were two prophets in the Bible. One was named Elijah and the other was named Elisha. One of them said, I want a double portion of what you have, but not realizing that even before he came to the place of, that, of, of being able to be anointed, to be gifted, to be used by God, God had to change his heart. 
So before he right. had to change his heart, Elijah had to change his mindset <laughs> to be able to receive the changing of the heart, to be able to use, to manifest not only just himself, but the whole community. Right. So we have to understand that growth in terms of what we have to give out should not only just affect one person, it should affect communities. And right. so that's why it's important. And I was just thinking about what Carla said, and I was like, man, you know, it would be great to start just a men's book club. Mm-hmm. And I show them all these different valuable books and stuff that they can read to change their mindset on um, how they view themselves. Like, think and grow rich, mm-hmm. you know, on Napoleon Hill. That's a book that every young African-American man needs to read at least seven times. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what? One of my best friends, he came up to me, and he has, a, I think his daughter's like five or six, and she came up to him and said, Daddy, uh, this weekend I want to set up a lemonade stand in front of the house. Now, I look at that as a future entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She didn't mention yeah. I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's like she's starting already when she said, Daddy, uh, I want to set up a, a lemonade stand this weekend and, and things yeah. like that and start saving money. I was like, wow, I'm, that's the stuff I like to hear. Yeah. You know, and things like that. I, you know, she was about six or seven years old, you know, and things like that. And he, and guess what? He went and did his thing, set it up, you know, with him and his daughter and, you know, made some money. But at the same time, he explained to her what she was actually doing. She was mm-hmm. investing at an early age. But yeah, that goes back to mm-hmm. time with kids. You know, what? we got to invest more time in our kids. That's just the bottom line. Right. You know, yeah. we need to be teaching the parents how to uh, invest in the kids as well, you know. Um, and that's valuable. That's important. Um, I used to coach a young girl softball team. It was 12 girls on the softball team, every one of those girls left to go to college. But guess what? It helped them value, helped them make decisions. So, you know, in that thing of, you know, uh, structure, order, it just helps grow the children. So, you know, we understand that everybody ain't going to make it pro, but we can be pro in other things. I think, Carl, you had a comment. Yeah, I wanted to touch on what um, Veronica, or I think, who mentioned that about the the young kid, the six-year-old, the entrepreneur. That reminds that me, me of, um, yes, that, that reminds me, me of um, entrepreneur and author, Sarah Gray. I think um, you guys might be his Facebook friend, but I, um, and the guy has to be probably about 30 right now. And, um, and I'm 42. I read a book that this guy wrote when he was, I think, 9 or 10. And, mm-hmm. um, and one of his first things that he did was that lemonade stand in front of his house. And it was just, you know, different things after that. But he had that entrepreneur spirit at that very young age. And I think that when our kids do have that, um, you know, that spirit, us as parents need to definitely put, continue to push them um, because mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. And, and, and Sarah Gray is a very successful businessman um, right now. You know, he's making a lot of money, and then he's doing a lot of great things within his community. And he's, a, he's an African-American um, young man, and his mother 
actually was an entrepreneur as well. He would go with her when he was little to all of her different things that she was doing. So I think that that young girl needs to be commended, and I think the whole oh, community yeah. needs to rally around her because um, what she's doing is a beautiful thing. And when you have that spirit when you're little, um, it's great to keep continue with it. That's right. We need we need to push things like that, you know. So I know we have mm-hmm. a, about a couple of minutes left into the show. Uh, I just want to say, Carla, that um, I think we're doing a wonderful job on bringing the, the real issues, you know, mm-hmm. to the table. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we continue to do this, some young person is gonna is gonna start, you know, catch on and maybe start doing their own right. thing as well. So well, that was a great idea. Yeah, and I yes, want to thank yes. Pastor Veronica Tucker coming in. She's one of them pastors that come behind them four walls and get out into the community. You know, I applaud mm-hmm. her as well, and I love her to death. You know, um, right. you know, my mom is not here, but she can't replace my mom in flesh and blood. But I can pick up the phone and call her that I need to talk to her. So I just, I just want to say, Dr. Veronica, thank you for calling in as well. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for being Definitely. part of part of the organization. So, Carl, I guess i hand it over to you. I know we have a couple of minutes left. Right. Yeah. Well, I want to say, um, are you there? Yes, we're here. Yes. Okay. I thought I lost you guys. Um, definitely, <laughs> Veronica, thanks for calling in. We need to definitely get together maybe to brainstorm on some things. I like where your mind is when it comes to the community. I think you're doing some awesome things. I've watched what you've done with a colleague of mine, um, Ron Anthony. And I want to say also, I have a son who lives in Atlanta. Um, he's 14. Of course, I, I lived in Atlanta for about um, 11 years. And mm-hmm. um, when I came um, back to California to launch another part of my company, my two sons wanted to stay in Atlanta with their dad. And the dad is an awesome, amazing father. Um, I have one son that's um, still there in Atlanta with his dad. He's 14. He's just great. He just actually he'll be going to high school next year. And I just want to say to him, um, Paul Jones, I call him RJ. I love you to death. I, I love you. You're doing some amazing things. And I see so much for for your future, as I'm sure you do as well. And I just want to encourage you. To keep doing what you're doing, keep being a, a 4.0 um, student, keep being a yeah. super athlete, keep um, making your mom and dad proud because we love you, Paul Jones. Um, we do, and um, and and then Gerald, I definitely want to connect you with him as well as his father because um, you know they live in like the Fulton County area. The dad is no his coach and everything, and they you know will love to to volunteer. For different things. So if you're doing something out in the Atlanta area, Fulton County, let me know so I can put you in, in contact with, with them because like, my son is 14. He's an entrepreneur like me. He already knows what he wants to do. Um, like I said, he's going to high school next year. Um, football, and, and this boy is an inspiration to us all. And I don't, I mean, he got it from, he got some great parents, but he gets up <laughs> in the morning, bright and early, four sometimes, goes to work out you know, goes to school, you know, holds, hones in on all of his crap, not just sports, but school too. And and I think that kids who do things like that, they should be commended and they mm-hmm. they need to know how much their parents appreciate them because we do. And I want to um, end it with a quote I think is really fitting, and I'm going to add it to my, my Facebook um, wall as well, inspiration to us all. And the quote is, um, it was something that um, Kerry Washington said uh, one time, and I thought it was really, oh, my God, it's so powerful. But it goes like this. The breakdown of 
the black community, well, in order to maintain slavery, you know, they had to break us down. So it began with the mm-hmm. breakdown of the black family. Men and women were not legally allowed to get married because you couldn't have that kind of love. It might get in the way of eco- economics of slavery. Your children could be taken from you literally and literally sold down the river. And, um, you know, just thinking about that's how it used to be. It's not like that anymore. So we need to stop letting things break down our community because it might not be done in that way, but it's still being done. Wake up, pay attention. You lo- let's, let's love again. Let's create those communities where, you know, our grandparents, our great-grandparents would be proud of us because right now they right. wouldn't. So I think marinate on that and, and make sure you, you check us out, not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after next, for Correcting the System of Unequal Justice with Gerald E. Rose of New Order Human Rights Organization and yours truly, Carla B. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Veronica. Gerald, thanks Thank so you. much. Have a good night, y'all. Thank you. Good night. Now look at how dangerous it made me Calling me a madman Cause it's 
strong and bold with this gunful of knowledge of the lies he told. Promise me, he meant the patience and this new nation. All you ever gave my people was salvation. Fathers of the country never cared for me. They kept my ancestors shackled up in slavery. And Uncle Sam never did a damn thing for me. That lie about the facts in my history. So now I'm sitting here mad because I'm unemployed. But the government's glad because they enjoy when my people are down. So they just do what's around. Time to save the government now. Pass the power. Immunity, act like America, like a case of heart disease. Panther power is running through my arteries. Try to stop me, oh boy, you'll be clawed to death. Cause I'll be fighting for my freedom with my dying breath. Do you remember? That's what I'm asking you. You think you're living free? Don't make me laugh at you. Open your eyes, realize you've been locked in chains. Said you wasn't civilized and stole your name. Cause the time has passed, think you all forget. There is no liberty for you and me. We ain't free yet. Panther power. Get 
call from the rebel of Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 